The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And welcome to the clinic. We are in studio live with your host, Aaron Kowal. As I mentioned right before the commercial break of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Aaron, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I am good. I should mention we're on in Madison on WIBA, in addition to WISN Milwaukee every week. The Kowal Investment Group with locations in Waukesha, that's your world headquarters, Aaron. Intergalactic headquarters, Paul. Yes. <laughs> even, even bigger than I thought. Even bigger, right? Uh, the latest move was to Racine at Highway 20 and, and the freeway, I-43 and Highway 20. And, of uh, course... 94. 94. Yes. Why did I say 43? I don't know. Because I'm not in Racine often. What's in that cup, Paul? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. Right now, it's it's water and oh. coffee, but that that may change soon. Uh, Port Washington, with a beautiful view of Lake Michigan in Ozaukee County, and Phoenix, Arizona, for snowbirds. Uh, so those are the locations. TheKowalWay.com, Monday through Friday. Market updates by the entire staff, including Aaron. All the good folks that give us those minute updates on the stock market, what's going on with the economy. And we have a guest today on the program. Yeah, we have a guest, a, a good friend of mine, good good person, a good partner that we we work with, Brian McGillis. Uh, does a lot of insurance, property, casualty insurance, home, auto, um, all that good stuff. Full disclosure, he's my guy too. Uh, for that, he's he's, he's just, your insurance guy. He is my insurance guy. Yeah, I've known him for a little while since from from little league. So uh, know him, family, great great person, great. Great people there. So, uh, Brian, why don't you? Know, I, I always say everyone's favorite topic is themselves. Why don't you uh, kind of give a little bit of your background and about your company and all that too? Yeah. Good morning, Brian. Talk about yourself you. for a while. Good morning. good morning. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I'll start with it. Jeff Cole was the best little league coach I ever had, and uh, I got to play with Aaron and his brother Adam, and I got to then join, uh, grow up a little bit, join my family insurance agency after working in the insurance business for a number of years. Uh, my grandfather started our agency, and we're a third-generation agency. I still get to work with my dad. And, uh, yeah, so we have a lot of expertise in in insurance and insurance contracts, and it's just great to be here. Wait, Jeff. Now, Jeff Cole, I have known forever since uh, right around 9-11, 2001. We started the show. Yeah, the Saturday I, before. Yeah, and I, but I've, I knew him before that, too. And yep. you're saying he was your Little League coach. He was a good one. Uh, it, you, you know Jeff. He's not much of a yeller, so he was uh, he was very kind to everyone. But he was a he was a great coach and a great leader. And uh, boy, those things you don't know, right? You're right. He's not a yeller up in your face. Plus, it's kids, right? right. But right. I can see Jeff being a very good educator of the game. Yeah, absolutely. So he you had your dad, one. yeah. As a co- I had my dad and my older brother were my little league coaches, and I also thought it was cool because I wanted to be the starting pitcher. Well, guess yeah. who was the starting pitcher? Not you. No, me. <laughs> okay. I was. Uh, until I sunk and they yanked me out right. and found a better position. I ended up at second base and then eventually You, play, you played stop. left out. <laughs> <laughs> left out. Well, I don't know if Little League has changed right now. I'm, I, You know, my girls played softball. But sure. at some point, you know, they want to play. Every kid should have a chance to yeah. play. When I was a kid, it was... 
you played if you were good, and if you stunk, you you sat on the end of the bench. Right, and that was, that's I the think, way it was. one of the things my dad did is make sure that everyone got in. He put the the, yeah. the schedule for the game out uh, so everyone could see it. Every kid, you know, even the best player, played the minimum at least one game, and even the worst played the whole game uh, at least once a season. So it was really. They did really, really well, too. That, that's awesome to hear. Great stories. Jeff is not here today. He will be back, I think, next week on the program. Aaron yeah. is, I think people know this, Aaron Kowal. You're the son of Jeff Kowal. I have that honor being the son. Been uh, in in the business for 22 years. Been uh, with Kowal Investment Group since 05. So, what, 16 years almost on July. Uh, so, just blessed, and it's a lot of fun to be able to work with him. Work with people like Brian and our and our wonderful clients. Yeah, I think it's also Joe Still's birthday today too. So I say happy oh, birthday to Joe, Mister <laughs> Still, Joe Still of the who often is on the show. Yes. happy birthday. Yes, I know he listens every. In fact, he calls the show a lot. Well, just a heckle, but um, <laughs> but you know, I did I did have there's some interesting things I want to talk to Brian Brian about. We talk about little league all day, but. Um, you know, there's there's some some interesting things going on, especially as people. Um, well, we we live in an increasingly litigious society. Everyone's suing, you know, at the drop of a hat. Anything can happen. Um, but we've seen a massive increases. I mean, well, your Paul, your wife knows. I mean, the, the housing market's hot right now. Uh, increasing property value. Some would say overvalued. Some would say yes. Yeah, you know, you say we well, sell now, but you're also going to be paying more for mm-hmm. for whatever you're buying too. Um, but there's, but the, the, it's interesting because the, the values are much higher, building costs uh, are much higher, especially if you've seen it with, with lumber and then labor costs. And Brian, is there? What are you guys doing with that? What are you seeing? Because that can really affect somebody that's close to retirement when they have kind of everything planned out and then they get blindsided by something. Because uh, you, know, you 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 never you don't you, you don't know what you don't know, and that that's I think a part of, a big part of what we do is to help make sure that what you don't know can't hurt you. And that's one of the biggest investments someone has is, right. is they put all their time, their energy, and there's a lot of money in a house that they've built up. And insurance companies over the years will try to increase the value of your home or what we call the replacement cost of your home. But in recent years, when you see the cost of lumber, when you see the cost of roofing materials, and I'm sure it's been talked on this show a ton, and the cost of labor trying to get someone to build a house for you, insurance companies can't keep up with the replacement cost on your home. So it's extremely important for your customers and for those that are listening to check with their insurance agent, hopefully with their independent insurance agent, and make sure that they have their house insured to value. And what we mean by that is if something should happen, if there's a fire, if there's a tornado, which we've seen with some of our customers, that they have enough coverage on their home to be able to replace the home when they go to Menards when they go to Home Depot and they see the cost of lumber and they eleven bucks for a two by four coverage on their home. Yeah, and then what happens? Are they out of pocket then? They potentially could be. You've got to be with a solid insurance company that has a contract that maybe gives you a little bit extra. If if you have let's say three hundred thousand dollars on your house, but they have an inflation guard on there that gives you an extra. 10 or 25 percent of coverage on the house in the case you don't carry enough. But when lumber costs are up two or 300 percent, you really need to call, if, if you haven't reviewed your coverage in a while, call your agent, make sure you have enough coverage on your home. They'll run what's called a replacement cost estimator, which will tell you how much you should carry on your home. Boy, I tell you, years ago, we could tell someone when I first started, hey, it's going to cost 120 bucks. 
$120 per square foot or $125 per square foot. You just can't do that anymore. You need to call your agent because it could be 200 or $225 per square foot to replace your home. What is the name of your company? We should have asked that. Or maybe we did, not have it, but what, what's the name of the company? Yeah, we're, we're McGillis Insurance Agency. We've been around for just about 60 years. We represent about 30 insurance companies. We're an independent insurance agency. And we're out of beautiful Fredonia, Wisconsin, Paul, so that's not too far from uh, from where you are. That's where I grew up. Well, yeah. I grew up in Random Lake, but Fredonia is just, just south of, of Random Lake. So you're in Fredonia and work with anybody in the southeast Wisconsin area for the most part? Correct. Yeah, and we are licensed in Wisconsin and Arizona and Missouri, but but Wisconsin primarily. We we deal with a lot of customers in the in the greater Milwaukee area in Madison and Green Bay. Do you do you work with people? We get we get all all sorts at Listen. Do you work with a lot of business owners too? What are you seeing there? Do you work farmers? Um, I, I can imagine that have a, a whole different sense uh, set of of needs as well. Sure, the, in the family farm. It's still out there. You know, some of them are combining, some of them are merging, but they do have different needs. And um, whether it be crop insurance, whether it be insurance on, you know, their outbuildings, their barns, and, and or their income, the income that they might be missing. And, and it's been a little bit dry this year. So mm-hmm. um, there, there's a lot of different businesses we serve, especially in, you know, small businesses, uh, whether it be taverns, restaurants. There's a lot of different needs and that, we, uh, that we serve as an agency. If people have questions, I'm going to open up phone lines, uh, Aaron, and insurance questions. And correct me if I'm wrong, it could be auto insurance, homeowner's insurance, uh, along those lines, business insurance, yeah. right? Uh, when you mentioned farmers, I never really thought about, it. yes, the barn, the outbuildings. Uh, would that include the price of the cattle and the crops and, and all of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, it's, you know, when, when some folks around here don't think that it impacts us, but, well, we all eat, you know, so yeah. it's important that our farmers stay uh, stay profitable and stay healthy and, and have good insurance coverage. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things, you know, we see, um, we, we have quite a few, you know, we have a few farmers as, as clients, and that's a big concern for them is a lot of times a farm is their retirement. Um, you know, they, they may not have a next generation, they might not have... You know, Heather, but so they, they, a lot of the value, just like we see with business owners that, you know, say, well, the, the business or, or is going to be my, my retirement. It's my most valuable asset. Well, something comes along that could really have a, a negative impact on you. So you have to, you have to make sure because all these things tie to retirement because there's um, really, it could be, it could ruin it or, or set it back uh, much further, much longer than, than you, you want. Yeah, and a good friend of mine last night, I was at a graduation party. He kind of he made a great point, which is no one likes to write the check to the insurance company, but everyone wants to make sure they have enough coverage when they need it, and that's very important. Yeah, that is well said, and uh, the possibility that we could be underinsured and not aware of it, and maybe just have that conversation. Uh, I, I mentioned phone questions. I did not give out the phone number, so let's do that. The <laughs> Acuna, that would help. The right. Acuna Mortgage Talk and Text Line, it's 414-799-1130. 414-799-1130. Yes, you can text us or give us a call. Aaron Kowal is here, and this is the Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group. Their website, thekowalway.com. Don't forget all that social media. In fact, Aaron, you're on 
LinkedIn, Twitter. Link, yes, thanks for remembering. Facebook, yes, Facebook LinkedIn, Twitter. Your Twitter is at Kowal underscore invest. Um, and we're, we're, you can find us everywhere. It's not hard. We're not, we're not hidden. You are the social media guru for oh, this yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Jeff and I barely remember to mention that stuff. It, it really, if you go to the, the website, it's all linked up there. So, thekowalway.com. I'm seeing a text or two come in already so, uh, on insurance for daycare facilities. I want to address that when we come back. Any question, of course, is welcome. And if people have retirement questions for you, Aaron, we can always take those Absolutely. as well. They're always welcome. So thekowalway.com or give us a call on that Acunet line. 799-1130. Back after this on WISM Milwaukee and WIBA Madison. All right, we are we're gonna do the boss minute today with Aaron Kowal in studio. You know, many times he's here, many times he's not. When he is, we take advantage of that by way of background. BOSS is an acronym. Business Owners Savings and Security. So I'm going to hand it off to you. In addition, we've got a guest with us today, and we're talking insurance. Uh, any kind of insurance. We've got some questions coming up too, Aaron. Absolutely, yeah. You know, we talk, we, Brian finds a way to make insurance interesting because it's not, <laughs> not always everyone's favorite topic. To talk about, but there's a lot of things that can blindside you in retirement um, that that insurance could have solved. Um, you know, whether it's it's your your home auto or life insurance, umbrella. We're gonna get into umbrella a little bit uh, today. All, you know, all these. So when you know, Brian and I were talking the other day, and it's like, well, how is COVID affecting? I know everyone's sick of hearing about COVID, but how does how how can insurance insurance help with that? We're, we're, we haven't seen you know it's gonna it's gotta take, work its way through the court systems, but we haven't really seen major litigation overall on uh, on some of this stuff. What, That's what are the a risks? great point. I yeah. I was wondering that. I was too. Brian had an answer for me. So Brian McGillis is our guest. Yes. And uh, Brian, don't you agree? That's a good point. We just haven't seen much along those lines, or are we going to be seeing that? And and we and a lot of it, exactly correct, is 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 still in litigation, is still pending. Um, you know, the the insurance policy is intended to cover the loss of business income if you have that coverage on your policy, which means if there's a property claim to your policy, if there's a tornado, if there's a fire, if something happens to your property. You get not only the loss of business income, but then there's uh, there could potentially be coverage to pay your staff while you're out of business for a couple of months. But when COVID hit, uh, the insurance industry was was taken aback a little bit because some insurance companies, and actually most insurance companies, had excluded coverage for things like viruses and things like bacteria and things that weren't property losses. So a lot of individuals, a lot of businesses were, were, were left out because there was no coverage for loss of business income when they had to shut down for two or three months. So that's in litigation right now. It's important, though, for business owners to ensure they have that loss of business income coverage. Uh, let's say you're just a, a tavern on the east side of Milwaukee and you, you know there's a kitchen fire. You need to make sure that you can pay your people for a couple of months and you can make sure you have that income for a couple of months while your building is being rebuilt and uh, and the city comes in and says, hey, you can reopen again, that could 
be a significant financial loss to a business if they don't have that coverage. How common is it for how many? I should say how how common is it for businesses to not have that loss of income um, coverage? What, what do you have to twist the arms sometimes to get them, you know, to do that? Is it industry by industry? Kind of what do you what are you seeing out there when it comes to that? Sure, on on a, on a standard small what's called a BOP or a business owner's policy that is typically included. Now it just depends by insurance company, but if you're a larger business. It's not included. So you have to work with your insurance agent to find out, okay, what would we need to relocate? If you're a business that does, I don't know, inventory off-site, maybe it's not as impactful of a coverage, right? Because if something happens to your facility, you're still operating. You're still running your business. But if you are a business that relies on a physical facility, it's important to know, okay, what's our disaster plan? What are we going to do if something happens? Are we going to move down the road? How long is it going to take? And then the extra expense of buying computers and renting a facility that's twice the rental income. So, so it, it, you need to check your insurance policy. If you don't see it, you need to contact your insurance agent, and they can at least confirm or deny whether you have it. Um, that's one of those where if there's a claim, that's typically one of the biggest ticket items that we see paid or not paid if mm-hmm. someone should should or should not have that coverage. It, I, I can imagine it's a pretty hefty premium too if that um, if someone you know if they have a, a manufacturing company or machine right. shop something like that where I, I can imagine the premium you know someone may balk at that or um, you know, maybe the insurance would require them to have it, or I don't know. Or they may want to skimp on it and not carry enough coverage and say, hey, it could never happen to me. But that's one of those where you really need to think about what we always say is the probable maximum loss. What's the worst thing that could happen? And we need to insure just to that. And I'm a believer, Aaron, as well, where where we don't need to over-insure, but we really need to make sure we've got enough coverage in the case that something bad happens. But you don't want to under-insure, that's for certain, right, Brian? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's, uh, at, at, that's a case where you call me, and I want to make sure you have enough coverage because I'll be watching the fire there with you, and I want to make sure you've got enough coverage at that time. Right, and things change along the way too. We mentioned the cost of of lumber going up, home values going up. So, if we're talking about a homeowner's policy, is that something that we should revisit, Brian? Absolutely, absolutely, and and especially in recent years here. Uh, if your insurance company is taking your the value or the replacement cost of your home up two or three percent a year, that that's one thing. But in the last year, I would say it's is it closer to ten or twenty percent higher than it was to replace a home? Absolutely. So your insurance company may or may not be taking the the replacement cost of your home up. They may take it up only two or three percent this year. That's not going to be enough this year. So so be sure to review your policy. It, it's not tied to the market value of your home. It's not tied to the assessment value of your home. It's how much to get a builder in there once the thing is down, get dumpsters in, pull out the rubble, and build a new home for you. Yeah, that's that's important. That's that's something that I think maybe could affect someone's ego or – um, right. you know, or, or just that they haven't planned on and you'd be like, well, wait, my house is worth $800,000, but yeah, it's in a great location. It would only cost, you know, $250,000 to replace. So you don't need to have 
you know, have all that. It's not the market value. Well, and the emotions. You talk about ego. If it's something like a business, if it's your house, Brian, I had a brother-in-law who had an unfortunate house fire and it, you know, it spread and the whole house burned down, total loss. And he had some injuries along the way, not life-threatening, thank God. But um, that's that's a haunting experience. It's something nobody should have to go through. Losing a business, losing a house um, to a fire. Uh, there's other natural disasters, too, that happen around the country. We're just not accustomed to hurricanes in Fredonia, Wisconsin, right? Usually not. <laughs> Tornadoes, though, right? Oh, we lost Brian. I was wondering oh. why he wasn't responding. Stretch to get him back on. We had a, a, we've got him on the phone, obviously. He's just got to call back. Okay, that, I made a good point. I know Brian oh, yeah. can respond to it when he calls back. And I also have a question for Brian, and this comes from a listener. And I talked to him off the air, so he knows what it is already. We're going to get, in fact, he's back on. Brian McGillis, I don't know why we lost you. Could have been on You're our bad. end. We got you back. <laughs> know what I was saying, though? The, the emotional trauma of like a house fire or yeah. a business fire or something like that really takes its toll. Yeah, and, and that's the hardest thing for a customer is you can't replace the family photo albums. You can't replace a lot of things that are in the house. So the best thing we do is try to say your insurance company is going to try to put you back to whole as best they can. And they, to do that, you need to make sure you have enough coverage, and that could mean another 50 or 75 bucks of insurance premium a year. And sometimes that's all it takes. But you know, make sure you do have enough coverage. One of the things we talk about in financial planning is we, we envision it like a, a pyramid, that if the base of the pyramid has cracks in it, the whole thing can crumble. The base of the pyramid is is the insurance. You know, it, and you be like, oh, yeah, no one wants to buy more insurance. No, no one wants to sell it, really. I mean, it's just something that you need. Well, you do. You know, I I don't like to, to you know, I like to to sell. I like to use it for my clients. You, there's a difference between using it as part of a planning process and selling a product. Okay, um, and and so, but that you do need to have that that base covered because if you don't, and something blindsides you because you wanted to cheap out on something, then that 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 can bring the whole plan um, down. One of the well. Paul has. We have a question from uh, from a listener. Yeah, we should we read? I, then I've got a question okay. for you too. And, and uh, first off, to react to what Aaron is saying, Brian, he's right. And this is no offense, because this is what you do at McGillis Insurance. You sell insurance. But right. when we wake up, uh, you know, on any given day, the first thing we're, we're not very excited about what kind of auto or home insurance or life insurance policy we're going to get. That's why Brian's so good at what he does, because he is. <laughs> right. See, you get excited and you take care of it. But you know what? It's like taxes. We have to do it. We have to have insurance. Because if something, God forbid, happens, car, anything, you you certainly need to be covered. You know, you're the one, when when there's tragedy in your, in someone's life, you're the one that goes goes to the family with a check. Right. And, and a lot of that deals with life insurance, too. And that yeah. ties in a lot to what Aaron does, which is, OK, you just bought a house. You bought, you know, you, you put yourself three or four or five hundred thousand into debt. So what are you going to do should you be gone? And, and now your family is stuck holding the bag. So make sure you do have that life insurance coverage mm-hmm. to take care of them, not only for that, but your lost income. And, and you can't you can't replace the emotional value of losing a loved one. But Boy, oh boy, I'd, I'd sure love that if they, they were taken care of when I was gone. No, you can't replace a person, but you know if you've got a million-dollar policy, that, that doesn't hurt, and it covers those necessary costs that you're going to need just to get by 
after the death of a spouse, and that's that's what life is all about, right? We're all we're all going to die, Aaron. And that, <laughs> speak for yourself, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. There's right. no doubt about it. The the text that came in, yeah. and we alluded to it earlier. Uh, I'll just read it verbatim. Hey guys, what insurance is required for a dog daycare slash boarding facility, if any? Brian? Yeah, yeah, a great, a great question, and, and there's a number of coverages that are that are certainly necessary. The first of it is workers' compensation insurance, which is to take care of those individuals who are working there, because there's a lot of different dogs that are in. They may be, you know, it's a new environment, and if one of them, one of your employees, gets bit in the hand, you want to make sure that they have workers' compensation insurance, that their medical is taken care of and that any lost wages, if they're off work, is taken care of. Uh, the property insurance of the, the building itself is important, but then liability. Yeah, should something happen when you know, a customer comes in, uh, whether it be a slip and fall, whether it be you know, a dog bite, whether it be, hey, if, if you come in and they, they apologize and say, hey, we don't know what happened to your dog. He jumped the fence and he's gone. Oh. Uh, so so there's, there's a lot of liabilities that come with owning and operating a dog facility, but there are insurance companies out there. There's good, there's standard insurance companies out there, some of which we represent that do insure those facilities. Uh, Not everybody does it, but um, there are companies out there who will insure those facilities. Well, yeah, I mean, just think, it's not like you have a daycare with with humans. (laughs) You know, you can't really, you have to be ready for anything. They should, well, they should have insurance too, right? Well, yeah. Obviously. I, I never thought about the doggy daycare. I, I was thinking about the bites. If a bite happens, what kind of coverage you I never thought of it running away. Right. I, they oh, take yeah, when yeah, we, yeah. we have ours. Uh, they take our, our dog. When we go on vacation, we kennel our dog at a place in Cedarburg, and they take her for three 20-minute walks a day. Which isn't what we do, but it's sufficient. It's enough. It's a little more than what you're doing. <laughs> no, it's it's actually less. We go. We take our dog for very long walks, twice a day. She's a big lab, yeah, 75-pound lab. Energy. Anyway, my thought was, what if she would get away from one of those teenage, because it's a teenage job. They walk the dogs. Right. A, I feel bad for the kid. It'd be devastating. B, I, I'd be an emotional wreck. Right. Losing my dog. You know, that, and we've got our chipped, microchipped and all that kind of stuff and our name and numbers on there, but you never know what happens. Yeah, insurance is something that we just don't think about often enough, or is it, is our policy up to date? Is there enough coverage? And Aaron, you had a question for Brian. Right. You know, one of the things, you know, we, I don't do the, the, the type of insurance that Brian does. I leave that to the expert. And, um, but one of, one of the things that we, we, when we have people come in, Say one of the the free planning advices you got to have umbrella liability insurance. People sue with a drop of a hat. Um, Brian, real quick, if you could explain what that is, because a lot of times we see people come in they don't have it. Actually, we see a lot more people now that do have it. You know, ten fifteen years ago, it was very rare that that people did. Uh, explain real quick what it is, and then how do you know if if what you have is enough? And it's a testament to our industry to trying to, to yeah. sell that coverage more. Um, that is. Umbrella liability, so you have a base auto liability coverage. And what that means is if you're driving down the road and you should be responsible in an accident, you have coverage on your auto policy to take care of the other driver and their injuries. But a lot of times, you know, in the past, people would sell, you know, then they'd have $100,000 of coverage. Well, how, how far is 100000 going to take you nowadays? So what an umbrella policy does 
is it takes care of that individual, that other individual, with another million or two or three million dollars of coverage, whatever their umbrella liability policy is. Same goes for the homeowners, which is personal liability. So uh, again, let's let's use the dog example. If you have a dog who's who's outside and 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 bites somebody who's walking by, that's liability on you. Uh, if you're a bad golfer like Aaron and, and you hit a slice. And, uh, <laughs> and you should, no, no, you're right. And, I'm not very good. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. enjoy going and I keep pace. Played, yeah. None <laughs> of us are pros. Right. Let's there face it. There you go. Right. So, so that's 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 liability. So again, umbrella liability is if you seriously injure someone for something like that. Personal liability or auto liability. Uh, I personally carry it. I personally carry a little bit higher umbrella because we've got not only kids at home, but we have their friends who are over and they're playing on our swing set and and, and so. Um, those are the types of situations where you just you, you've got friends until something happens to their kid, and then they're suing you for a couple million bucks. Is you know if there is there like a rule of thumb like do you tie it to net worth? Do you what yeah. or, or 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 more? I mean, it's cheap insurance, so you know yeah. it, it can't you know you're not talking you know multiple thousands of dollars to get this coverage. No, and and so a million dollar umbrella policy in the end. I, I mean, if you have two cars and one home it's going to cost you you know approximately 150 to 200 bucks for the year so it's not for for the amount of coverage you get it's incredibly cheap right um but you do need to you know a lot of people think that i am just going to carry enough coverage so that uh you know i'm taken care of but you really need to look at the assets that you have to take care of the assets and cover the assets that you have so we have customers who have as high as five or ten million dollar umbrellas, um, just because it helps them. It, it's what we call the sleep better at night coverage. Okay, okay awesome. Um, you know, I have I, we we talked a bit about this um, uh, before. And you know, this is retirement clinic. We get a lot of people that are um, you know cl- close to already in retirement. We we talked about like you wouldn't think about this with insurance, but driving habits. Um, you know, yeah. for older people, for you know, and, and and for kids too. But what what do you know? What do we what do you got to watch out for there? What what do we need to be aware of there? Right, and that's always a touchy subject too, right? right? Because no one wants to hear that once they're they're a little bit advanced and aged, uh, that that their driving habits are going to um, depreciate, that they're going to get worse. But that is the truth. So uh, you, you really need to. You know, be cautious of that, be cognizant of that, you know, and, and uh, especially with kids, and you mentioned kids, mm-hmm. just let them know that and, and show them good driving habits. I'll give you an example. When I drive uh, where I live, there's a stop sign that really nobody stops at. <laughs> my son's, but my son is uh, 14 years old, and he's watching me now. Right. So I, I try to make an effort to stop at that stop sign every time just so he sees uh, good driving habits, no texting, no talking on the phone, that that type of thing. You got so your foot hanging important. out the window, and yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so so show those good driving habits, especially to the young folks, um, and hopefully that'll that'll pass along to them. Because some of the biggest accidents we see are for people who are who are younger, right? And and frankly, for some who are who are older. Yeah. More seasoned, huh? Are premiums generally higher for younger drivers? They are. They are, yeah. And so if you're, a, uh, you know, typically youthful boys, if you <laughs> or I are driving a car, 
that youthful boy, if they're on their own car, they're going to be paying usually three times what you or I would be paying. Youthful girl, it's about two times. Um, so so boy, boys, they, they treat a little bit uh, more harshly. I was going to ask if there's a gender difference, and I didn't even know if we could ask that question nowadays because of all the... Can they identify as... Right, do I identify as a boy or girl or whatever? Um, but but insurance companies do identify them it, as male and female. It does make a difference, yep, yep, absolutely. And And as we get older, usually the rates start to increase at the age of 70 or at the age of 75 um, when you'll start to see the rates increase. And that's just the, that's just the fact. There are certain things insurance companies can and cannot do to rate insurance policies. Um, you know, they can't discriminate, but there is discriminatory things that they can do, which is age. Age is one of them. Well, they it's the same as more or less based on your age. Brian, life insurance would be mm-hmm. the same thing. Clearly, if I've got high blood pressure, high cholesterol, as opposed to the person that's in perfect health and perfect shape, my premium is going to be in a different category, right? Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah. That, and that's and that's that's fair to the individual who's out, you know, running every day. It is. It and, should be like that. Yeah. That's 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 just. It's one of those. And and we we hate to use the word discriminatory, but that's what it is. It's it's they are they are basing the risk on whether someone is healthy or not healthy. Yeah. Uh, one more question, Aaron. Well, but I know we got to get to a break soon. I just well, we got to sure get that... to the sexy segment. Yes. Well, I'm, you know, everyone's excited for that. Um, but I wanted you to give your contact information, you know, to Brian, um, if if you could, please. Sure, absolutely. So we're based in Fredonia, Wisconsin. Our phone number is two six two seven nine zero 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 zero. Believe it or not, so two six two seven nine zero 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 zero. So that tells you we've been around the area for a while. How'd you get that number? number. Yeah. <laughs> number no, my phone number is one. <laughs> so it's 262-792-790. Oh, 790, and then all zeros. Yeah. All zeros. How do you like that? So. Wow. Oh, and it's McGillis Insurance, right? Correct. You got it. McGillis Insurance is in Fredonia, Wisconsin. And we're an independent agent in Fredonia, Wisconsin, so sell for a lot of different insurance companies to find the best fit for our customers. Yep. Boy, you know, if you got questions, reach out. If you if you want to call the show or text, we can sneak you in. We're getting near the end of, well, this segment, but coming up, the sexy segment, Brian McGillis will be joining Aaron Kowal for that. It is the Retirement Clinic. The Kowal Investment Group has a great website, and all of the social media links are on that site, The Kowal way.com check it out we'll be back on WISN and WIBA All right, the sexy segment back. It's about wealth management and preservation. The Retirement Clinic today, hosted by Aaron Kowal, and Brian McGillis is going to be a part of this segment. He's our, He's been our guest the entire show, McGillis Insurance, located in Fredonia, Wisconsin. Uh, the sexy segment, as I said, Aaron, wealth management, once you get to that, you, you hit a certain point, preserving that wealth. Yeah, and, and you're weirdly excited about that music, Paul. But um, <laughs> Well, it gets me going. Yes, well, you know, me too. Um, you, so you, 
the, the, the shows for everybody, the sexy segment, the wealth management preservation segments for people with a million dollars or more uh, in retirement assets. It, it's um, you know, We're seeing that more and more because when you add in the 401k and your home and life insurance, maybe life insurance cash values, the net worth can get over a million bucks um, pretty pretty quickly there for, for, for a lot of folks. So um, th- this is where we cover topics um, that may be more of a specific concern uh, for folks in that area. Um Brian and I were talking. I like to have ask my guest to 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 cover because he's usually got something very interesting to say. Um, but one of the things, and you don't think about this with with property casualty, maybe more with with you know some life insurance, but but and, well with property casualty and, and life insurance, but um, protecting your trust. Why don't we talk about that a little bit, Brian? What can you do if you have a if you have a trust? Sure. A lot of folks, and and we we discover this a lot of times after the fact. When an individual has set up a trust, they've done all this work, they work with an attorney, they work with Coal Investment Group, they've got their trust set up, but they don't let their insurance agent know that their home, their, well, their half a million, million, or plus dollar home has been transferred into a trust. And so you need to contact your insurance agent to switch the name on your insurance policy to that trust if the trust is the deed holder on the home and make sure that trust is protected from liability should something happen on the premises. Um, In addition to that, you know, when we're talking about high net worth individuals, a lot of things that we're seeing and trends that we're seeing um, are are individuals asking about long-term care and life and, and what happens should I retire before the age of 65 and health insurance and how that impacts it. And that's where the Coal Investment Group, mm-hmm. you guys come in to play because you help, you know, plan that for the individual and map that for the individual. You guys do a great job at that. And uh, and that kind of leads into what you guys do. Right. And that's where we, we, we like to partner with people like Brian that are independent that can, you know, shop around. And it's, it's important because, yeah, I'm not going to name any companies, but a lot of, of insurance companies that are that are big around here, their their agents only can sell their one product or their their company's product. And there's good ideas and good you know different insurance companies are di- better at covering different things. So that's why I think it's important to at least get a second look from from someone that's independent that can shop it out and say, you know, because my price might be different from from Paul's price and Spencer's price and for for different you know types of things. I know we know on. Um, life insurance and long-term care insurance that um, you know, di- you know that that one company might cover somebody that that has diabetes, um, you know, better than another company, and it, you know, it might be a little bit cheaper. And uh, another third company might just say, you know, we're not going to offer any insurance uh, to that individual. So it's important to to shop um, that around it. And and that isn't you know, one of the things we talked about too is that it's important to consider the insurance health insurance costs. When you're looking to retire, because that could be a significant nut to crack, uh, especially if you're you're going before your Medicare eligible. Aaron, earlier you alluded to umbrella coverage or packaging insurance. Brian, is that something you guys do or would um, advise? Absolutely. In in majority of cases, we have the individuals auto the home and the umbrella insurance with the same insurance companies. There are cases where someone makes a mistake and um, gets a. DUI or gets a serious driving violation where we do have to split the insurance. But that's why, you know, we, we, we solve those things on a daily basis to try to help an individual, provide them coverage going forward, 
if they should make that type of mistake. But yeah, in, in the end, we, we try to package it with the same insurance company so that if you are sued, you, you have the same attorneys defending you on the auto suit as you do the umbrella suit. Well, and then it could be an issue then. You have, well, one insurance company saying, well, that's not my responsibility, it's theirs. And then it's like a right. circular firing squad with you in the middle. Exactly, exactly. You know, yeah. Oh, I like that. Well, I don't like that description, but you that kind of sums it up. A circular firing squad with you in the middle. <laughs> right. Ouch. No matter what happens, you're you're in trouble. That's exactly right. No way out of that circle. Uh, Brian McGillis joins us. I boogered your number earlier. Can you give out your phone number, and I'll shut up so you can give it out clearly. There you go. 262-790-0000. And while we're, we're giving, remember it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's easy. It it's the one number when I when I make referrals to you, Brian. That I'm I'm like, no, I don't need to. It's top of your head. I don't need to go find it for you. I here's here's the number. Uh, and while we're giving out numbers, our phone number is two six two five two two forty forty. It's two six two five two two four zero four zero. We're in Waukesha, Port Washington, Racine, virtually online, so globally as well. You're on WIBA and WISN Monday through Friday with market updates. Yes. Uh, WISN during the Mark Belling Show and uh, right at 4 p.m. during the Vicki McKenna Show in Madison on WIBA. In addition, this program, of course, has been on WISN since 2001. We're on from 10 till 11 here in Milwaukee. And then, of course, in WIBA, uh, that's in Madison. We'll be right back with Aaron Cowell, your host. Our guest from McGillis Insurance is Brian McGillis. Stick around. Out of time today. Well, almost out of time. So Brian McGillis, our guest today, one more time. McGillis Insurance in Fredonia. Your number, Brian? Thank you. 262-790-0000. That's McGillis Insurance. Of course, we can reach out to the Kowal Investment Group. Yes, at 262-522-4040. Find us at the Kowal, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Also on Facebook, uh, Twitter, at Kowal underscore invest, and on LinkedIn as well. And market updates on WISN and WIBA. Thanks for joining us. Hey, we'll see you next week on the Retirement Clinic. Thanks for listening.